0: I just remember all of our our game over the balls. (laughs) Balls.
1: (laughs) Okay, just don't say balls. Welcome to Movie (laughs) Painter. You jerk! Okay, Shorzy. (laughs) Let me do my thing. Let me do my opener. Welcome to Movie Painter Pleasure Podcast. Boys, we're going to make a lot of money and I'm going to retire by the trailer park. I'm Melanie, but I was impersonating Julian from Trailer Park Boys, which is one of the shows we're going to talk about. And if you can't see me on the podcast, I'm wearing a black shirt, a hoop earring, and I've got uh, some kind of questionable alcohol drink in my hand, which I may, to honor Julian, keep in my hand the entire time that we do this episode. Good luck. Okay, boys, we're on. All right. So sometimes we talk about TV shows on our movie podcast. And we're going to talk about some shows that we've been binging lately. It's August, late August, 2022, when we're recording this, and we're waiting for Cobra Kai to come on. So you may find yourself wondering what to watch Mm. while you wait for Cobra Kai to come back on. So is this this
0: normally the season for? Shows coming out that people are all watching.
1: I have no idea because some so we've started some of these shows months ago. True. And some are older shows like Trailer Park Boys that don't really have necessarily have new stuff out. <laughs> so some some of these shows we're mentioning mentioning are live right now. Like some some uh, like Master and other things are still churning out episodes, and others are just shows that we happen to find and like and binge. So we've got ten plus one that we just started. So, let's start with the first one we just watched the first episode last night. And that was House of the Dragon, which is a Game of Thrones prequel.
0: We went from got to hot.
1: Did we? Hod. She's no Danny. Come on.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, she looks like a fish. But
1: <laughs> Oh. I almost spit out my drink. It's okay. It's it's okay. It's watchable. It's fine. There's some things I like, some things I didn't, and it's almost like if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, the books and the TV show, you're probably going to be disappointed. If you've never seen the show, maybe you'll like it, but um, I almost feel like you need to go in with some of the background information about the Targaryens and I Game of Thrones. I
0: guess, because they don't, okay, one, they don't seem very good at setting up who people are in general. Like, yeah. Game of Thrones took their time with their first episode, so... Like, you got to know Ned, and then through him and Catelyn talking, you got to know about Robert, Mm -hmm. and they sort of slowly got integrated. Very amazing first episode for a show. Great cliffhanger at the end.
1: The things I do for love.
0: This, it was all right. I didn't want to watch it. I wanted to say fuck them because they... They let those dumbass writers stay on, David and David.
1: And they ruined the show. And
0: ruin like all that build up just because they were like tired of the show that they were they had to get on TV. So I was gonna be like booky, but Melanie wanted to watch it. So. I wanted to watch it. I'm
1: gonna continue watching it. Two things that are kind of disappointing for me is They do rush through some things just assuming that everybody knows Game of Thrones. Like they throw a Stark in there and they throw a Baratheon in there and they mention a Song of Ice and Fire. So that's my main, they kind of rush through Game of Thrones references as if everybody knows it, which is probably true. But then also, I really wanted to see the very beginning with Aegon the Conqueror. Coming over from Valyria and conquering Westeros. And maybe they'll get to that hmm. later. Maybe they'll do another season on it. But they're not. They're starting that about 100 years later. Yeah. So I'm not too invested in these characters. And
0: I was hoping it was going to be the Dance of Dragons. With all the bastards and whatnot trying yeah. to fight. And it's not that either. So but You know,
1: we might as well just enjoy it. Because we know how it all fucking ends up with fucking Bran. Yeah. Ugh.
0: But, okay. Bran here's, is here's, king. Here's my gripe. Game of Thrones started by it felt very real like it had a couple of weird quirkinesses you know but it felt pretty medieval england Mm -hmm. and with you know medieval other places thrown in it felt like a pretty real place and then you just kind of threw in a little bit of magic here and there dragons that's, that's really fucked up this felt way more like this is a high fantasy, Lord of the Ringsy type of it thing. It does, and
1: I hate fantasy. I, I don't hate, like, like that. I hate Lord of the Rings. I don't
0: like that at all. I love The Hobbit.
1: Love I the Hobbit. not stand hate
0: reading Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, love the movies. Melanie doesn't even like the movies. I hate
1: movies. <laughs> so, the jury's still... I'm going to watch it, because now I want to see what happens. I want to see what they do with it, but I'm not going to like it. Give I'm it not a shot. It. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. It's Give okay. it a shot. So, that's just our opener. Our official list begins now. Number one is MasterChef. I think we're on season 12. It's a reality show where home cooks come to uh, do a cooking competition, and Gordon Ramsay is one of the judges. Now, I got on a Gordon Ramsay kick in the middle of the pandemic because I was so stressed out and freaked out, and I remember telling you, I just want to see Gordon Ramsay scream at people. That's going to make me feel better. And so we started binge-watching Hell's Kitchen, everything Hell's Kitchen we could find, Kitchen Nightmares we went through the whole series, and then we started MasterChef. Which,
0: by the way, Hulu... Buy, the, buy season 10, uh, two through nine or whatever. Of Hell's Kitchen. Just just buy them or get the rights or whatever. Put them up. We want to watch them. Also, pay a guy to just go in and edit out the breaks. All of them. Just give a dude a job doing that. Um,
1: yeah, the little emblem where it goes to commercial. You could give somebody a yeah. job editing that out for streaming.
0: For me, this and some of the other shows are just, like, they're good to break away from everything that exists and just watch people talk about making something.
1: Yeah, and we both love to eat. He's a much better cook than I am, and he likes to cook. And we just like to watch food being made. It's simple, It's it's some of the, the challenges stress me with out. With a
0: little bit of uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay being a giant asshole. And Joe Bastianich
1: being an even bigger asshole.
0: If, if you literally had to work with them in real life, the way they act, I would be suing the fuck out of people. Or, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, suing the fuck out of people. Because they they just abuse people. Oh, they're but horrible. they've gotten better as they've gotten older. Or at least Gordon has. Like, he's not as much of an asshole as when he was younger. But it's still enjoyable. It's
1: very enjoyable to watch. It's nice to see people have their dreams come true. As I was driving home, I was thinking about Dorian, who won season 10. This woman was working in a carpet factory in, like, Missouri or somewhere. And she needed this win and she won spoiler for season 10 and it was so Cool to just see somebody who really needed it because you know They have the fancier ones come on like you're gonna get a job in Las Vegas. You're gonna be fine I want to see the people who are struggling and coming up from nothing and they can cook the shit out of everything
0: Hell's Kitchen season one through five maybe I mean, that's back when they were just getting random fucking people. Random people
1: who just <laughs> wanted the dream. So MasterChef is just enjoyable. We like to watch it while we eat. So, number two is one we found on Netflix, Blown Away. It's a glass blowing competition. Talk to
0: Marvellis for talking with me about that. He was super into it, This too. is
1: one of those shows that I think... I talked to my mom. She said, oh, yeah, I've watched all three seasons. Everybody's just kind of watched it because Netflix it's, keeps promoting it. And everybody's like, have you seen this it's show? It's like an Blown underground...
0: Away? bird box or something. It's yes. like everyone's watching it, but nobody's talking about it. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. So it's it's pretty straightforward. It's nice to see how things are made.
0: Okay. So we accidentally started with season three because we just pressed play and it went straight to season three. And most of them were pretty cool people. Yeah. They all seemed to be you pretty... You want
1: to see them succeed. And you normal, you I like seeing nice. the art. Yeah. Vince
0: Vaughn was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a dude in there that looks like Vince Vaughn. Anyway, but there's somebody in season one. Oh, that we hate with a passion and she's just the most insufferable asshole about everybody else's work and just all the time like I I mean okay if that's how you want to get your win that's pretty pedestrian. I mean I'm just obsessed with that and then class. Then she'll you're turn not. around and do the exact same shit Oh yeah okay we anyway, can go off on that but I Don't I, be an art asshole. I, We're I, kind I, of art assholes, but we do it like, for fun. And
1: also, I grew up with an artist dad, so I kind of know some of the tricks of the and trade. by art, so. I mean
0: bad movies. That's all. <laughs> okay.
1: So, yeah, we're, we're artists in our own right. So, Blown Away, it's just, it's interesting to see how glass is made. It's very satisfying when they take the shears and they snip oh, a molten piece of Any glass. Anytime that oh, you God.
0: realize that the glasses, they reheat it and they can just mold it. And it's, it's Yes. I
1: love watching that. It's like those cake slicing videos. The next
0: one's very similar. Okay,
1: number three is another reality competition show called Forged in Fire. Now, why don't you talk a little bit about this? A very
0: similar concept. Just watch people make shit. And, okay, the last one, Blown Away, sort of has some, like, drama-y, bickery things. Not a lot. Like, very low-key. It's usually when people are by themselves talking to the camera.
1: Or they leave the annealer open for too long.
0: Yeah. But... Force and Fire is the most calm, respectful...
1: It's so chill. ...battle
0: of people creation. Okay, it's just making swords and knives. Every episode, pretty much every episode, starts exactly the same. You're gonna make a knife. It's gotta have these parameters, length, weight, whatever. Here's some shit. Turn it into this. That's it. First round, Who ha- who has the worst blade? Get out. Okay, now take your blades... Put a thing on it so you can hold it and stab stuff with it. Who had the coolest one? You two. Go make a sword. That's it.
1: That's <laughs> it. It's very enjoyable. People are nice and respectful. They're big about following the rules, they all, which all They I, shake I, I hands
0: lie. with every single participant and judge every time they leave, and they never complain about yeah. being told to leave. And,
1: and I, I know nothing about weapons other than stab with the pointy end, like Jon Snow said. AJ knows a lot about weapons, so you'd think I really wouldn't be into this show, but it is the most dare i say the most wholesome competition show <laughs> and, i've ever seen and it's relaxing and it's cool it's it's i like i have a mechanical brain i guess i like to know how things are made that's why i like mastership that's why i like to watch cooking stuff i like to know how things are crafted so even though i don't know anything about these weapons it's still fun to see the process See banging on the the red hot metal yeah. and it's cool
0: the only problem is that sometimes they they talk a little bit of history on certain things, and I'm always like...
1: It's not accurate.
0: Is it, though? There was something... Oh, I wish I could remember it right now. There was one that I watched recently that they were just totally off on, and now I can't remember Was it, it a Roman Son thing? Son of a bitch.
1: Was it a Roman thing?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Mm. Um, sometimes the history behind some of the swords that they talk about is kind of off, but whatever... Okay, fine. That's just sort of um, like media has created certain things. And that's
1: not one where you need to watch an entire season. It's it's all a contained episode. They have a winner for every episode. So you can just watch it whenever... Whatever's available, you can watch it on YouTube. Whatever's available to you, you get a whole episode with a winner and a little contest, and they get a prize. So that's it. And that's what makes it fun to just put on when there's nothing else to put on, and you just want to relax.
0: Also... Last thought, to the people who get on that show, I don't know shit about forging shit, so this is just my opinion. It's awesome, but maybe don't always try to make fucking Damascus. It seems like you're making problems and it doesn't add that much other than it looks pretty. That's cool, but it's like every single person thinks they have to do that.
1: That's probably what I would do. Just get good metal. Yep.
0: Okay, moving All right,
1: number four is the animated series from DC, Harley Quinn, which is now in season three. And it's good. It is so good. (laughs) It's written well. It's so funny.
0: I was afraid of what direction they were going to take with season three with it being like Harley Quinn and Ivy are together. Mm -hmm. And I thought they were going to be like, well, we can't have that. We got to like make them break up or something. And like, no, they okay. It does get a little formulaic. -hmm. But it is kinda nice to see that a personal type of problem arises Mm -hmm. and then they have to work it out as a couple. And that's And they're still
1: supervillains. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and they're still like going to isolated islands and creating flora that will take over the world and also killing people that get in the way and
1: So it's very funny and there are a lot of random characters that are that are from the comic books i'm a big batman fan but i don't really know a lot about the dc mm. universe but you don't really have to They're it's written so well it's so funny i love what they do with joker and all the main characters <laughs>
0: <laughs> the most recent episode was joker and it, it was, was awesome. all about joker it, it was, was amazing. yeah it was all about joker um, i love the idea of joker being a suburbanite and just screwing with people that way yeah um gordon i was it is still entertaining although i uh, love like i'm i'm glad i think they ended that storyline where they ended it cuz it was kind of drawn out a little like
1: bit. how how much worse could he get wait like, how
0: much can we get out of him running for mayor and he's an idiot alcoholic being a dumbass yeah <laughs> but yeah watch all three seasons this one's currently coming out every week
1: and it is on hbo max so our next show is on hulu and also crave it's our first canadian show on the list and that is shorzy
0: we and didn't care for it when we started
1: so why don't you talk a little bit about the Shut the fuck
0: up sanguinette
1: <laughs> so shorzy is a, a spin-off of the canadian comedy letter kenny which we absolutely love letter kenny was hard to get used to i will say in oh, shorzy yeah. there's less of the vocal play that there is in Letterkenny kenny and that's but kind of a relief i
0: guess it's well it's a little bit of both like it's a good thing, and it's a bad thing, because that was kind of the draw once you got used to it.
1: Yeah, Letterkenny takes some getting used to.
0: Okay, Shorzy's cool. We grew into it with the last two or three episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, they got really funny towards the end, and like...
1: I almost cried in the sixth episode. It made me, okay, Letterkenny, between Letterkenny and Shorzy, I so desperately just want to move back to a small town. (laughs) I want to live in a small town again. I fuck city life. I'm done. I want to go live in a small town again.
0: Yeah. Maybe um, not
1: in Canada because it's too cold, but I get free health care.
0: I thought it would be a little weird having, um, I can't remember. Jared Kiso? Yeah, Kiso is like, he's the main character here too. Yeah. He's gonna, he's just gonna, he doesn't remind me of Wayne though. Like, if you let yourself get used to it, you get used to it. You don't I forget, kind of, but it's.
1: Because the joke in Letterkenny was Shorezy was this character who would talk shit to everybody, and you never saw his face. You always saw the back of his head. And it was Jared like, Kiso, yeah, the main knew guy, You know it was him because he was playing doing him. This but that was the joke. They'd, they'd, they'd have a hockey helmet on him or something. He was back to her, and he'd be in the uh, bathroom stall taking a shit or whatever, or upside down naked in the shower. So that was the joke. And I. I really didn't think the first couple of episodes were that funny, and I don't care about hockey, so that's part of it too. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't care about football either.
0: Yeah, fuck football too.
1: So yeah, it it took some growing into, and at first I thought like four episodes, and I thought, okay, I'll just I'll finish this season. I don't want to watch another season. It's not that funny. And then they really got me with the last two episodes. So now I might have to see what happens. But it's still, I think, Letterkenny is so much better.
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of people online going, like, this is even better than the letter can. It blows out of the water. No, No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So (laughs) let's
1: talk about another Canadian comedy. Number six is one I resisted for a long time, and that's Trailer Park Boys. And I'll tell you why I resisted it. Because I'd see the ads come up on Netflix, and my mind automatically thinks, oh, it's like Southern American rednecks. We live in Texas. Let's just acknowledge the climate the political climate of the world right now I can't deal with any more southern American rednecks So I didn't want to watch trailer park boys, even though I knew it was a comedy then I found out it took place in Canada It's filmed in Nova Scotia and apparently the white people there are just as trashy as the white people here and it it is so Freaking funny. I love this show
0: especially I even cosplayed
1: Julian for this episode (laughs) Every time we see shopping carts on the side of the road, well, you you do a good bubbles impersonation. What do we say? That's a fucking
0: gold mine right there. I haven't, We haven't watched that episode in a week. He so, does um... pretty
1: good bubbles. The uh, bubbles impersonation. So it's awkward. What you got in there, Julia? Just right, my right. usual bubs. <laughs> <laughs> we need I don't Ricky. Have the
0: fucking bo- the bottle cap. The glasses. glasses. So
1: it's very quotable. The characters build and build and build over the episode. So it's at one point. I think we're on season eight. There are so many little inside jokes built into it that
0: Julian never drops his glass. He never he gets out drops of a his flipped glass. car and he still comes out with liquid <laughs> inside. I
1: feel like they must have known somebody, either a dad or somebody that they knew who always had a drink in their hand. <laughs> fucking and Leahy
0: in his walking around. Fucking.
1: The trunk I've is... never <laughs> seen anybody
0: do something like this, where it's almost an art form. How you know, delicate he'll he'll move from bottle to bottle. Oh, this fucking... guy who
1: plays a, a raging drunk, so it's very funny. There are lots of curse words. It's not something to watch in front of your kids. They get into all kinds of trouble. They smoke weed all the time. They're always doing crimes. It's wonderful. I think it is so funny. And we haven't. There's a movie, there's, there's an animated tons series. Of it. Tons there's,
0: of it. It's best from. So far, I know we only watched eight seasons, but I think season one to seven is the best. But. The, there's a big hiatus, whatever. So there's like 12 seasons, there's three movies, movies, there's two, se- two seasons of an animated show. Like, there's a ton. So. Watch it to your content. And I can thank uh, Christian for putting us onto this one.
1: Yes, thank you, Christian. It's hilarious. Okay, number seven is on Disney+, and that is High School Musical, the musical, the series. Again, you'd kind of pass it over. You're like, this is dumb kid stuff. But seriously, it is so smart, it is so funny, and it's very meta. Okay. It has to be.
0: Our whole show is we're going to watch stuff to find out if it's a guilty pleasure, like... It, we should hate this, but it, it we enjoy it. it. We know it's bad. Or we watch it and we talk mad shit about it, but it is terrible. It's a hate watch. It is pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we started watching the high school musical movies for that reason. We thought we were going to hate watch them all and just laugh our asses off. Because I grew up with it around... And I had long hair <laughs> when I was a teenager, and it was brown. Did they call you Charlton? So Clinton? there were people that, like, not a lot, believe me. But there was a couple people that were like you look like Zach Efron or whatever. <laughs> so I was like, no, and I <laughs> even hated Zach Efron for no reason because of that. And then we watched the movies, and we enjoyed them. <laughs> we loved so, them. And now this then is the, the series yes. popped up, and we were like, oh shit, this is either gonna be god awful or hilarious, or both. So we're going to watch it. And then we just ended up liking that too.
1: It's very funny. And it stars Olivia Rodrigo, who may have written one of the best albums of all time. There's a character in it who I don't like, but he's also probably my favorite because he's so awkward and weird and creepy. (laughs) And he's played by Joshua Bassett, who is supposedly Olivia's ex-boyfriend. And I'm sitting there like, girl, you wrote all of this amazing music about this dumbass. But I call him (laughs) Dead Eye Ricky because he has these dark eyes black like a dog's eyes it's like mm. shark's eyes and he has these dead eyes so he's dead eye ricky and he's so awkward and it's it's kind of like the office where they'll look at the camera sometimes he, like a documentary he very
0: much this guy was young when he started it so i feel like he very much was like i watched all of the office i'm going gym on this like, yeah he's no gym but he's pretty fucking funny sometimes
1: he really like, is
0: oh yeah i'm playing yeah. one of the two main leads the friends um villains lovers <laughs>
1: <Like>. <laughs> his delivery is really good and so season three just started and we're not as big of fans now olivia rodriguez has gone off to have an amazing music career so she kind of shows up once in a while they even had her sing a song but the nini storyline is basically over so the first episode is almost like it starts it reminds me of suicide squad where they kind of start with the b-cast yeah. And you're like, where's Harley Quinn? Where are all the characters? So it's like EJ and Ashley and Gina and all these people driving to camp. But and I think, I kept hoping their car would blow up and we'd go back to Nene and Deadeye Ricky.
0: There's no uh, teacher, what's her name, in it, in this season. Miss Jen? Yes. Oh. I hate her. I hate Miss Jen.
1: I think Basic Bitch is a drama teacher. But she's not even a teacher. She
0: was She's unaccredited, and she talked her way into the job, and then she acted like she was the victim when she took a job away from a, a needy teacher with a real degree. <laughs> and somehow she was the victim. Yeah. Hated that shit.
1: So the first two seasons mm-hmm. are about them doing plays at school, and the third season is clever because they're going off to camp, and the camp is called... Camp Shallow Lake, which sounds an awful lot like Camp Crystal Lake.
0: But they don't have a Doom guy. They need the
1: guy from the Jason movies where he's riding on the bike and he's got the fedora and the full suit going, Doom! They, doom! Yeah, they, they killed him doom. off way too early. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I want everybody on this third season to die at the camp, but that's not going to happen. So we're going to keep watching it. It's funny. Sometimes they do songs from the high school musical movies. Which are very fun. And yet, never the ones
0: you expect. Like, I didn't think we were going to get fabulous. Like, of all the songs.
1: Yes. And Mm. it is very inclusive and diverse. There are plenty of people of color in the cast. There are gay characters. LGBTQ, everybody, so... (laughs) I'm Mexican and gay, this
0: is my inside voice. Yeah, there's one
1: character who's screaming and one of them says, use your inside voice. And he goes, I'm Mexican and gay, this is my inside voice. So he's funny. Alright, number eight is also on Disney Plus and that is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. With Ewan McGregor. Okay. I didn't have high hopes for this, honestly, because I thought The Mandalorian was super boring.
0: There's all this Star Wars media and lore and it's all riding off the back of the original three movies. Very good original trilogy everything else after that just meh just okay at the sometimes it's decent good um
1: i'm a rogue one fan i where are my rogue one fans comment if you love rogue one that is probably my fourth favorite star wars movie i
0: don't know if i am because i fell asleep so (gasps) could you (laughs) the ending was cool oh yeah so but kenobi i think is the best thing that i've watched that's come out that's not the original three.
1: I, I agree with that.
0: Because, well, for one, I actually really like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I just like his character.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's he's cool. He's just nice, and he's trying to be good in a world that's very black and white most of the time, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But, okay, yeah. Pr- Princess Leia, infuriating. All
1: but she's kind of stop... annoying. She's kind of an annoying bitch as an adult, so. Stop
0: writing infuriating, precocious children. Okay. That we just reviewed. Dragon Ball. Yeah. Pan was written better. Gohan's daughter, as a three or four year old, was written better than Leia as a ten year old. Mm-hmm. Because she was just. She was smart, but she was a kid. She was still a she normal kid. She was still kid. a little kid. And she sounded like a kid. She wasn't throwing out dictionary level fucking words. Like, Princess Leia.
1: Anyway, it's 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 a good show. Again, it's a little slow in the beginning, but Ewan McGregor really carries it in the slow parts. And again, Darth Vader, oh man, yeah. he's evil. Okay,
0: James Earl Jones came back to do some real voice acting to mm-hmm. voice Darth mm-hmm. Vader. He didn't give a shit about voicing Mufasa again when they made him redub a bunch of his lines.
1: The live-action bullshit Lion King. Yeah, that was dumb.
0: Yeah you should use the original cuz you can tell he does not care in the new one but in this he's like he's getting oh, in there.
1: He's ripping shit up.
0: Also, uh that kid, Hayden Christensen? Yeah. He's not a kid. Oh, <laughs> he's no, older he than me. He's like my age. But he comes back and I like the scene for the most part. The you know, they're sparring with like real lightsabers, which is kind of weird and yeah. like should you you could kill each other. It kind of normaxing Fine. Okay. But they just vaguely try to cover up the fact that he's in his 40s. And he's supposed to be like 18 year old Mm. again. Like when he.
1: You couldn't CGI. Look, I've got wrinkles and gray hair. So you think if they were going to have a 20 year old me, they'd have to CGI some stuff on my face. They fully
0: made a CG Leia and that other guy in the. In Rogue One.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: could y'all not. Just
1: take the lines out around his mouth. No. Or do, you, do you have that Disney money?
0: Anything like it's not his fault. Just, but if you want to make me think that he's that age again, do some do a little shit. Work.
1: Now, Ewan McGregor has a nice big beard, so beards so, tend to make you look a little. They tend to hide your age. Yeah, you look great for your
0: age because half of it's covered up with yeah. hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. The only nitpick I have is it's taken a little while. For Obi-Wan to, like, get back into shape as far as, like, the Force is concerned. Yeah. I think it's a little weird that he... Like, I get it being sort of like a muscle you haven't used, but it's still mental.
1: If I could move stuff with my mind, I would do that all the freaking time. Yeah, so
0: his, like, very low ability, it's a little strange to me, but... Anyway, that's a little nitpick. Anyway. anyway,
1: number nine, I think, is on Netflix. This is one AJ just kind of suggested as a joke, because sometimes we like to watch movies, and we, we do have jobs and busy personal lives, and sometimes we just like to watch something stupid. He suggested we watch the original Pokemon series. And all I really know about Pokemon is the South Park Chim Pokemon episode from season three. And I've also seen the Detective Pikachu movie, which with Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. So I know nothing about it. It's really dumb. It's really funny. I love the cat who's with Jesse and James, who's the bad guy. And he has like this New York Bronx accent.
0: Yeah. So we've, I've only gotten her to just before Brock comes into the picture. So Brock is the, the other third of the trio. So we at least got to get that far. There, it's a dumb show. It's a dumb
1: show to sell toys. They do a wrap at the end of every episode. They're like, let's amazing. go through some more Pokemon. And there's like 30 of them in every the, single episode.
0: Well, there's actually 172 Holy Pokemon shit. from this. Which was a lie. I think it was 150 or 151. Oh my God. They told, that's what they told us. There are 150 Pokemon in the world. And you bet you want to buy they all got, the toys. Well, but then they got to the second season and they're like, how are we going to keep selling shit? This, <laughs> this area has 170 Like, what? You just told me there's 150 in the world. There's a whole 170 over there just because we don't want to talk to our neighbors? Like, this, is really, this really happens. So,
1: this is why, okay, when Pokemon Go became a huge thing, people were walking off cliffs and walking into traffic. There must have been tons of Pokemon to catch. I guess so. I, I did mean, not play Pokemon Go. I thought it was me stupid. Me neither.
0: My whole family did, but I'm not, no. It sounded dumb. <laughs> but I think um, it's
1: it's really dumb. It's a good guilty pleasure. It's so stupid. If you have kids, maybe you want to introduce them to Pokemon from your childhood.
0: Okay, if... The, if I'll, I'm going to warn you. If these people have kids... Their kids are already watching the new ones that are coming out right now.
1: Oh, well, never mind. Because
0: it's been on since I was a kid. Oh, God. It never stopped. Wow. And it doesn't even teach you anything. There's no morals. The movie, in fact, teaches you a moral and then erases it at the end.
1: Wow. Okay, <laughs> I have not seen any of the Pokemon movies other than the weird Ryan Reynolds one, which I don't think really counts. That, I, that was a that was a Pokemon movie for the masses. I will
0: introduce you to the the pokemon the movie eventually oh God,
1: okay we'll have to do an episode about it but i th- i think it's funny <laughs> it's dumb it's again most of these tv shows are just something we need to either laugh at or see our favorite people oh, it's on great to it's turn just your brain it's off. a guilty pleasure yeah
0: it's nostalgia plus the theme song starts and you have to sing all of it <laughs>
1: I was walking out of the room and he was talking about, it wasn't like this iteration of Pokemon. It was, like, I think, the second one. He started singing the song as a joke and he kind of added a little Michael McDonald into his voice. And he sang, I kept looking back and he was like really getting into it. And he sang the entire song. It's, you
0: can't stop. Like you, you start, and you have, <laughs> it's like a South Park when they start, I'm <laughs> sailing away. And Cartman has to sing the whole thing. Yeah. Pokemon. Oh, if you ever go to an anime convention, my god. If anybody starts it, thousands of people singing it all at the same oh, time. Oh, the it's... nerds! Yeah. and But then, I went on and sang Johto. <laughs> so. I don't know what that is. Pokemon Johto. Anyway.
1: Do the whole song. No. Yeah, we'll start no. a new channel where you just sing Pokemon songs. There's only
0: a few. <laughs> okay. I think.
1: So... All of our shows up until now, other than maybe House of the Dragon, have been guilty pleasures. House of the Dragon remains to be seen. That may be a hate watch. Hmm. I started number 10, our final show, as a pure hate watch. Yeah. It showed up on Netflix, and I made AJ watch some of it, and now I'm going to make him watch the rest of the series. It's a short season. It's called Marriage or Mortgage. And it's very funny. It's like a time capsule of 2019 when we thought everything was fine. Mm -hmm. There was no pandemic. There was no housing crisis. It takes place in Nashville, Tennessee. And they have a couple on per episode. And they're engaged. And so they have usually between $25,000 to $35,000 as a budget. The show doesn't give it to them. That's their own money. And they are either going to decide to spend that money on a wedding or a down payment on a house.
0: House. House. Big house. A
1: house. And they have a wedding planner and a realtor. And I love the realtor. She is, I haven't written the book yet, but I picture her as the villain for a novel that I want to write. And they're both very shiny women. Anybody who lives in Texas or the the deep south knows, knows what that means. So they kind of compete for the couple's attention to either pick the fancy wedding or the house and I'm just screaming at them the entire time. Pick the house! I'm not anti-wedding, I'm not anti-marriage. Those things would be nice. But I can't justify spending that amount of money on a single, like a party where half the people don't eat the food that you paid for. I can't stand spending money on things that get wasted. So that would just infuriate me to spend tons of money on food and people barely touch it. So that just makes me crazy that people are spending all this money on a single day, and they always get them good deals at the end, like, oh yeah, the band gave you a discount, or on the housing side of it, and oh, they knocked $10,000 off. Well, oh, 3000
0: towards closing. Right? Yeah,
1: closing costs or an appliance budget, and the whole time I'm screaming, pick the house, pick the house. Now, this is another thing. Most of them have been approved for around uh, $350,000, which is, was, at one point, like a decent size. Not everybody could afford it, but decent. I bet those houses are upwards of $450,000 now. So post-pandemic, post-housing market, I'd like to talk to all the couples and say, are you happy with your choice? Because there are people who chose a wedding and then it shows an update and it says, well, due to COVID-19, they had to have a smaller celebration. So I'm just sitting there going, are you guys kicking yourselves? Pick the house! Every time, pick the house! So this is a hate watch for me because I'm screaming the entire time, pick the house! Go to Las Vegas, go to the courthouse, elope, buy a house. One couple did elope. Yes, and they they ended up buying the house. We were happy, and and there was one couple that did have a wedding later in 2020, and I was good with that because they already really had a house, they just wanted a new house. So they were established, they had their finances were in good shape. I'm getting way too emotional about this show. I <laughs> I, I live in a bought and paid for condo that I I just paid off. It's great, so I, I appreciate the home I'm in, but at some point I would like a bigger house. So I think about houses a lot. So every time I'm just screaming at these people, pick the house.
0: I just sit there and judge their decisions and Ew.
1: And it seems like a show that's not really in character for me because I'm not a pick me girl. But I'm also not a basic bitch. Like, I don't have, like, word art. Like, I don't have a sign that says kitchen in my kitchen. And I don't have, like, live, laugh, love on anything. With
0: that font that's on everything, apparently.
1: Yeah, the home uh, the Home goods or yeah. the Hobby Lobby font. Now, I do like a good home goods buy. but So, this isn't really my kind of thing. I don't like house hunters because that drives me crazy. I don't want to say yes to the dress or any of that stuff. But this is, like, the perfect blend of house hunting and wedding shows that a devious weird humanity hating person like me can kind of get behind and there's a little bit of basic bitch in me that comes out because i'm like oh my god that's so pretty and then (laughs) then i watch the end
0: but yeah and he
1: just sits there he's like okay
0: yeah (laughs) we're usually working out or something when we watch it so it's fine
1: yeah so that was a pure hate watch and it's still a hate watch but everything else is a guilty pleasure so the most of these are on netflix or hbo i got master chef is on hulu okay last one
0: last one I just started it, just came out on Netflix. It's called Tekken Bloodlines. I was waiting for it for a minute. Tekken is a pretty big video game fighting series. Um, and (laughs) this is maybe the first anime where it's a regular anime where I think it's actually going to turn out all right. And it's based off of a video game. I know there was a street fighter anime that I'm wasn't very interested in there was an old school Mortal Kombat anime it wasn't it was made in America I think so I don't know if it's anime it's anime um I didn't love it but I have nostalgia for it but this one's actually showing I've only gotten a couple episodes in but it's looking pretty good so I'm just gonna put that out there for people out there the Mortal Kombat movies are cool the animated movies Tekken Bloodlines is a series it's kind of like kang and osura and baki the grappler like it's somewhere in between those two it's totally based on the tekken video game series there's a little bit of that 3d 2d mix animation i don't really know the actual tekken storyline so it's kind of cool to fucking watch a thing where they explain that shit so yeah that's my last thing i recommend okay. that. that i wanted to recommend that show anyway if i wasn't going to talk about it but there you go
1: Yeah, so stay tuned for our Cobra Kai Season 5 episode when we binge that show in September. Mm,
0: Yeah, we get a whole episode of that. Oh, also, for fans of Eddie Gordo, I literally work with a dude who looks just like him. His name is Terrence, and he doesn't like when we talk about that.
1: (laughs) Okay, so if you want to binge watch our show... You can find us on Twitch, Discord, YouTube. All of our episodes are on there. You can also listen, you can binge listen to our episodes on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes. And you can binge through our photos, movie, pain, or pleasure podcast. So join our cult and be my victim.
0: And leave a comment of your favorite show this season. What it, what What's your thing that just hooked you? New, old, whatever.
1: Yeah, we want to find new shows to binge.